Squid Comics Podcast, episode 42. Woo-hoo. 42, is that the answer? The answer. There you go, we're at the, the answer. answer episode. The answer episode. I'm Drew. I'm Don. I'm Scott. And we try to get together every couple weeks on Wednesday, but today is Thursday. I just updated our Facebook banner to said every other week on Wednesdays, and, and then now we're on we Thursday. Wednesday. So good job, Don. Right. Epic fail. It is his fault. I'm still, I'm really super tired. I know. Really? Was it today you had to wake up at 3 a.m.? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how doing it tonight is much better, because then you've, like, been up, like, for maybe Yeah, but I wouldn't have got any sleep last night. That's true. So at least I got some sleep before I had to work. All right, so it's all Don's fault that we're on Thursday. But anyway, we're the Evil Squid Comics Podcast. And what do we do every week, Don? We talk about comic books. No way. What else? Comic books we've read. Yeah. And movies. Oh, nice. And TV shows that me and Scott watch that you don't. Apparently, <laughs> yes. Because I did not watch. I was... You didn't read American Vampire Omnibus? I no, tried. Too busy. That thing is freaking long. I read like two volumes of it. Yeah. Did you really? Because I got them from the library. Gosh. See? How the I got them for three that? and four. Well, okay. Maybe... Well, yeah. Starts, this is as big as Omnibus. I was going to say... Well, it starts going a little bit faster. Those first ones are all written by Stephen King. Yeah, or a big chunk of them. And he is a wordy son of a bitch. Like, well, he God. just writes the the Old West backstory, and then Scott Snyder writes the Yeah, he writes stuff. the more, I don't know, yeah. The, That's just the first trade, thing. dude. I know. I'm a, like, out of that big-ass omnibus thing, I'm maybe a little over a third of the way through or something. Cool. I mean, well, we can talk about some of it. We could probably, yeah, talk about some You probably haven't gotten here. I think this is probably two-thirds of the way through the omnibus. Oh, okay. Yeah, then I may not be to that point. I think the yet. omnibus is, like, probably five or six trades, and this is trade three and four. Okay. Well, when we get there or whatever, I we'll can figure tell it out. something there. But no, I tried, and it just, uh, things got in the way, and yes, Umbrella Academy unfortunately got in the way, and, and other things. Well, then I won't have much to talk about either. Hmm. It's all done. Anyway, we should talk. Well, you can always talk about it. You can we spoil can, some of it. Yeah, I'll, spoil I'll, I'll skip through. It's know? not real. And it's not like it's really, anyway. yeah, I was going to say. I've it's not like it's stuff. like a story that, I don't know, it, no it's weird. Reveals. Correct. Not too much. I mean, they'll do something, but it doesn't seem like anybody flipping never dies in the damn thing. Well, they all are vampires. So, they are I know. It's, vampires. I know. And one of them, sort of, they think it's cured. But then, did they? Don't spoil Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Anyway, um, so you guys said you watched The Umbrella Academy. I, I was super jazzed for it, but I just haven't got it because I want to watch it with my daughter. And she was watching with us last night, but uh, Survivor came out. Yesterday, yeah. so we had to watch that instead. Uh, okay. And so, and then she was busy like Tuesday and Monday, so we just haven't got to it. You know, I told my kids that they may want to watch it, but uh, none of them did. They didn't so. want to watch it. So, but Brandy was pretty excited about it because she was like, "Oh, something new on Netflix!" And so, really how was it, it, guys? Scott's I watched all of it. Really Don's watched two episodes. two episodes. I mean, I want to watch. I can't. So it was kind of weird. Barbara wasn't really into. So it. you've only watched the first two? Yeah. Okay, I won't spoil it. Barbara much. wasn't really into it. But Lily is a she likes she goes through phases. She really likes Gerard Way. Oh she yeah. did. And so I told Barbara, I'm like, we might be able to get Lily to watch it because if we tell her it's Gerard Way, Gerard Way, that's basically blah blah. And so she's like, yeah. And so we sat down and watched the first episode, all three of us. And then Barbara was, like, really tired. She, she gotten up early that morning, so she's like, I'm going to go lay down and take a nap. She's like, you guys can keep watching it, though, and then I'll catch up. So me and Lily watched, like, the next episode, and then I had stuff to do or whatever, so we broke off, and then 
she went and like watched all of it. watched all of it without like you. without me. Yeah, so that's she, what teenagers do. She crammed the whole she whatever binged the whole thing, and then I was like, or do you? I asked Barbara. I'm like, do you want to catch up? And she was kind of indifferent. She's like, watch it if you want. So I just haven't gotten back to it. But I really liked the first two episodes. I thought I really like well probably the same. You know, I really liked that. The when they're dancing. And oh yeah, out and show that. I mean, it yeah. was very that kind of clubby. The style that they did in some things. Yeah, and then obviously the bank robbery. Oh, scene. that is that freaking cool. fantastic. But I just I love the characters. Like they're so. They are. They uh, everybody that they brought. I think that's the strong point. It's feel I felt like everybody they brought on to do the different characters really brings it. I think pretty yeah. well. You know, and and tries to sell it. Um, the guy who plays uh, what the monocle or whatever. I mean, he's like spot on to what I would have ever oh, envisioned. In the, the the dad. Yes, the father figure right, or whatever. The yes, figure. yes. Uh, he he's essentially like right out of the comic, you know, yeah. type of stuff. Uh, everybody else. Do you remember the comic book? Vaguely, yeah. I'm because I remember, yeah. you know, I remember reading it, and especially as is things it just were... the first trade that it, the show? Covers? Yes, okay. yes. They yes. don't get into the second. They trade don't get into the second one. I'm not even sure I read the second one. Dallas, the truth. where yeah. it's like about the Kennedy assassination. Kennedy assassination. Yeah, I don't know. So I don't remember. See, I don't remember. I remember the first the only... one because I remember how the first one, or kind of where the climax or whatever, yeah. kind of how that ended. This is. I guess I shouldn't say it's a blend of the uh, two of them because okay. some of the characters that are in Dallas show up in this oh, okay. type of thing and they but and they make a little bit of a reference to the Kennedy stuff oh, okay. but they don't really develop develop it like uh, it was I think from what I read or something about the second trade because I remember uh, the first one a bit better yeah for one way or another Gotcha. But and maybe you did let me borrow that one. I just don't yeah. know if I remember. Well, I like I said, I remember I the I remember the other the other one a little bit better because of the introduction of the seven and and all that stuff and how that worked a bit more. But this one's got it, it suffers the same problem I think that several other Netflix series do. Uh, I watched part of like the House on Haunted Hill or whatever the hell mm-hmm. it was, in which it starts off really really good, and the those middle episodes drag a little bit and then it ends pretty strongly there again. I and thought Daredevil was kind of that way. I, I felt like, season. that's what I felt like the this one was too. Those middle episodes I thought were a little slow, maybe showing some stuff that I'm like, really, do I, should I care? You know, get to the point, you know, get this type of stuff. I didn't feel like some of those later episodes maybe do enough uh, flashback type of stuff maybe that was really good in say those first couple of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I thought it did a good job of keeping that kind of crazy, what the hell's going on type of feel, you know, of the the comic, you know, a little bit where it's just haphazard in some some ways, you know, just odd craziness. And I don't, and because I don't really remember the first one, or any of them, I guess, all that well, I don't remember. I can't really pick out real a whole lot of what's what's new, what's different, you know, yeah. either too much. You know, besides the fact that they, they, they're a lot more, uh, what would I say, um, uh, a lot more diversity. There you mm-hmm. go. That's what I'm looking for. They're probably what the comic was. Because I think the comic, weren't they all a bunch of white kids or something? I don't even know. I have no idea. But, you know, you, this one, there's like a... a but the way Mexican, Gabriel Boss, I think that's right. The way he draws is really hard to tell what race Yeah, it could have been. Yeah. It's fairly stylish, stylistic and abstract. But the, whoever they got to play the freaking kid... 
Dev, you get to that point then, to the point of number five. Where he came back? Where he came back and... Is, is it Ben or the time travel? It's a time travel guy. Yeah, he came back. Okay, he came back then. And then, it, but, and then he disappears again. Okay, yeah. I mean, he is... Whoever they got to play that role, he is really good. I mean, he is... Uh, total, yo, he's cocky. Uh, cocky, I want coffee. He's a son of a bitch, you know. I mean, he's he's a character, you know, type stuff. But I, everybody, I thought, did a really good job. But yeah. uh, you kind of get some of those that are a little bit better, I think, than others. I really didn't like that Diego character for like the first half of that first episode until they did the the Tiffany dance scene or whatever, <laughs> and then he goes, and then I'm like, okay, maybe. I think he kind of broke out of, but I mean that's the way his character's supposed to be. Yeah, he's a bit of a dick. I don't know. And they all are. I mean, they all. I mean, they're the superheroes with kind of brats issues, you know, in a lot of ways, you know, type things. So, but yeah, I thought it was pretty good. It just has that bit of a lull there in the middle, type type stuff, and it kind of ends rather cliffhangerish type thing too. Cool. So it looks like I'd like to go back and read it after I watch it. Yeah, yeah. See, I could agree with because I don't remember hardly any of it. So. And there's a new series that's being published right now. The third yeah, volume. I've yeah, been, that's I've been I buying it, but I haven't read it yet. I'm trade waiting. Yeah. Well, the they singles. said that. I think I read I something. I'm buying. I think I'm going to start doing that. I'm buying the singles, but I'm going to wait and read it all at once. Well, I read something that he's got. Uh, uh, way he has a lot of you know, stories plotted out sure. or whatever the heck else. And I think he shared it with the showrunner of of this of the T V show there as well. So unless I get close and get caught up, then I'll have to have something to read. But that is a problem. I think it's worth a watch though. And I like the music. I mean yeah. uh, for the most part I think that they for what they choose is pretty good. One of the guys at work, you know, said uh the music he thought was a bit hit or miss. But overall, I think he also said that he liked it as well, but it had the same issue where it was a little slow in the middle. Cool. Don hasn't got to the middle yet, so he would have That's true. Have you watched any of the Deadly Class? Nope. Still halfway through the first episode. Really? I still haven't watched any of that either. I'm up to date. sci-fi. Piling up on my DVR, though. I'm up to date. Well, except I didn't watch last night's. But other than that, I'm up. It's still... it's, It's okay. It's good. I mean, it's... I like it. Cool. But I watch crap, so... It's true. You have bad taste. Speaking of which, I watched uh, Alita, Battle Angel. Oh, how was that? So, did you, you know, see it in 3D? I did not. I you have to second. see it in 3D. Wait, I want to stop this and then we start it. I think they say... All right, Alita Battle, Battle Angel. Let's yeah. talk about Alita Battle Angel. So they, I really want to see it. They say that uh, you should see it in maybe in 3D. a comic or it, you're, manga? Yeah, it's, it's, made, it's based on a manga. Okay. Or um, anime. Well, it's it, the manga was first. Uh, anime. anime. There was an anime that came out that was only like a couple of episodes type of thing. Uh, but the creator of the, of the manga comic or whatever you want to say, he was too busy with... The comic storyline to invest a lot into the anime even though that was like the thing at the time was you got to do an anime you know so yeah. he did a couple of episodes and then it kind of fell by the wayside uh but the uh manga or whatever has like nine volumes i think or something i thought i read and that, that this movie. and that this is actually taking place of the first two now that's what i read you know online internet and it's got to be true then right but right uh, right so who knows what it really is. Is true. so here's the thing alita battle angel i don't know if 3d would 
be great. I have my doubts that it, it's something you have to see in 3D just because the action is fantastic in this movie. It is just great, and but it moves fast. And so with that speed, sometimes trying to see that in 3D, I don't know how well it would work. Now, there's some scenes, you know, in which they slow it down a little bit, you know, to kind of really show off some things. That, I'm sure, would look great. But, man, there's some of the things in which this motorball game that they play, where they're out here, you know, it looks like a roller derby type stuff. The action in that is fast and furious, and I just don't know how that would look in 3D, to tell you the truth, if my eyes could keep up with it. Um, but, yeah, the overall, the uh, the special effects and the action in this movie, is, it's great. It, it reminds me a lot of, like, action maybe in somewhat in the matrix you know type things i mean sometimes they go fast you know and you could almost tell when they slowed it down it was to give a particular view almost like a storyboard look you know type thing same type of thing in here you know in which they're really it, the scenes in which they slowed down it was like straight off a storyboard i bet you or off the manga or something like that that they wanted to really show off what they could do and you know i heard a lot of people talking about you know the eyes maybe annoying people you know and why does she look different than everybody else and she's i felt a robot, like right? well there's a lot of robots in this movie oh, okay. yeah there's a lot of cyborg type stuff going on but they explain it in the movie though too to at least an extent that i thought was reasonable you know type stuff because i mean she is different yeah period and i thought it, i did you know maybe in the first trailer you know type things maybe before they had everything fully developed maybe it was a little creepy or something but in it the, just looks strange but i mean yeah they explain but it, I mean. once you kind of and i don't i mean it's not like they exactly explain you know flat sure. out why do you have big eyes and everybody else doesn't it's not like they do that but yeah. there's a reason i think behind why she looks different than everybody else sure okay type of thing and uh Overall, you know, I, I thought that the first half of the movie does a really good job at kind of world building and kind of trying to do something maybe a little different in a way, you know, overall. The last half of the movie seems like they're trying to pack, you know, a, two graphic novels into one hour, you know, yeah. type of per perspective. And so it, it really suffers from, I think, them being a little haphazard where they're like, oh, we got to include this storyline. We got to include this one. And we got to include this, you know, of things that were happening. So it suffers almost the, the complaints that I have with DC movies, you know, where yeah. they're tra trying to pack too much in there. And so that really happens to me, I think, of the second half. And because of that, you know, it almost has kind of that comic book dialogue in some cases. I mean, like early, you know, comic book dialogue where it's very cheesy, you know, and stuff. And the love story that they try to kind of build in the first half just I felt like falls apart almost like episode two type love story in the second half you know where it's very cheesy kind of like really you know whatever else so this type of thing so it's got its faults definitely um but the special effects and overall I think what they're trying to attempt with something that that looks different and is trying to bring you know an anime almost into a live action I thought they did really good on for at least an attempt, you know. I mean, yeah. they, they could have, like I said, it's got its faults in that last half. They really, you know, screwed up some things in there, I think. But it still, was. I thought was, it was cheesy, but it was kind of that enjoyable popcorn cheese type of thing, you know, where overall I didn't feel like I wasted my money or thought that it was an awful movie by any means. I, did you log it so, in the app? I did not yet. I've only logged the, what, like, like 32 30? movies so, or something. You know, something like that, yeah. I think I hit a couple others the other day. But, oh, did you? Okay. So, but not too many. Right. Yeah, I figured you were going to give me crap on maybe some of them. 
Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. There's one. <laughs> well, you, don't, you don't like Blade Runner, which was a shocker to me. I don't know you don't like but Blade Runner. You know why I don't like Blade Runner, because you saw it when you were I old. saw it way too But you don't like the life. new Blade Runner. I did not like the new Blade Runner either. I haven't seen it. it, it it's the, the new Blade Runner. The new Blade Runner was a very good sequel to the original. Yeah. I mean, from keeping the similar tone and everything sure. else. But I didn't care much for the first one, so the second one is boring. What else did you think I was going to crap about? Uh, I don't know. That was probably the big one. So. Would you give it like half a star? No, no, no I don't do two, that to, I think. Yeah, I don't think I do that to anything. Except something I gave a half a star, I think, too, but I don't yeah, remember what it was. deserved. Yeah. Flat Twister. Probably. <laughs> I mean, that's like a four-star movie. But Alita Battle Angel, it's... I, I can't recommend people to go to the theater to see it, but you got... I think it's something that you definitely need to see, period, though, if you like, you know, sci-fi, you know, type of action-type films like that. Well, I'm, One you know, Robert another. Rodriguez directed. He's a pretty good action director. He really and is. James Cameron produced it, and he obviously and he knows, made some of the greatest action movies ever. That's right. Ever. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a couple of scenes in there between, like, the motorball type thing, and there's, like, a fight in the bar, in a bar type thing. And both of those are just so fantastic with uh, just how they, you know, visualized everything and spun around, you know, camera usage and just overall special effects usage and stuff. I mean, I thought the special effects were very good. I mean, you really, I really felt like, you know, uh, anime coming off the page, you know, type of thing in it was what they were doing. I watched Hereditary. Oh, I want to watch that. Did you like that? Yeah. I, like, I saw... I like creepy, scary. Have you seen it? I have not. Mm. I, I'm not much of a horror person, so... I'm not either, but I still want to see that it's one because really... it got such... It is, but buzz. It, it's more suspense really than horror. I, I mean, it's more of a trying to figure. It's almost kind of like get out a mystery type of thing. You're just trying to figure out what what's the going, on. going on with uh, it. There, there is a scene in there where it was like, it, I was like, what the fuck? Uh, it's is not that the like, beheading. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh my god, I was not looking. Well, I knew it was coming because they kind of like they set it up, and I'm like, oh, this isn't gonna end well. And then I was like. And then, yeah, after that, just it's weird. But I saw Super Troopers too. I watched that. I'm sorry. <laughs> it wasn't as good as the first one. Imagine that. Uh, but it, okay. It did make me laugh. There's I saw. Good. There's a couple scenes in there. I saw Bohemian Rhapsody. Ah, oh, have you guys seen that? that? I have seen that. I it enjoyed okay. it for the most part. It wasn't bad. Yeah. I realized I'm not a huge Queen music fan. Oh, really? Really? Hmm. Yeah. I know, I mean, I like a few of their songs that are more well-known, but, like, if the deeper you go into their catalog, the less I'm really enthralled with Queen hmm, music. Really? Yeah, surprising. But, yeah, not a big Queen music fan. Hmm. But the movie was fun, and they hit most of the songs of theirs that I like. So yeah, that yeah they hit well. a lot of those those high points and things. And, yeah, so it was, it was pretty decent. It was interesting seeing, uh, like, what a tortured soul Freddie Mercury kind of was, you know. Yeah. The way the movie portrayed him, whether it's accurate or not. Well, and I... It seemed like he had a lot of... Issues like, I don't know, he seemed like he was very alone. You know That's what I mean? Right. That's right. Like he was a very lonely guy and he was just trying to fill that loneliness with anything he could. Yeah. And that was kind of his struggle in life is always feeling alone. Was finding not, that. And not being able to be alone. And so. And finding someone to share things with or whatever the heck else. Yeah. You know. He just had a very kind of tragic existence in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was addicted to the spotlight, to the attention, and when he didn't have that, he just felt very empty. So I thought they did a good job of of uh, portraying that, and it was fun. Yeah, 
I was very disappointed there was nothing about the Flash Gordon movie. I know. Right? How could you miss that? The music from that or everything. And the other thing was that I heard that he didn't, at least, well, it's hard to tell, but I, I... I don't believe that he knew that he had AIDS until after the live aid. Yeah, I read a thing afterwards because I was telling some guy at work, I was like, yeah, I saw that. It was pretty good. And he was like, yeah, I heard there were a lot of inaccuracies. So then I went and Googled it. And yeah, like a bunch of that stuff at the end, like they weren't broken up when before the live aid concert and had to get back together. The funniest thing that I read about that one was... When he went on the solo thing, yeah, it was like an agreement between all of them. Yeah, nobody the, was mad at right. all. That's right. Nobody was mad that yeah. it was like the guys were like, "Yeah, we got families going on. Shoot, we've been turned for so long. We wanted to stop for a while." And Freddie's like, "I got no family. Is it okay? Am I gonna do this?" Yeah, sure. But you and they give him a bunch of money, and nobody cared. Yeah, nobody, like, nobody cared. They were all just like that. But yeah, the movie. I thought that was funny. Where it was like, "Oh, this is we got to build yeah. up some conflict here." And someone said that they were like on tour right before the Live Aid concert, which I is why they got too. in yeah. late. Not because they were broken up or on a hiatus or yeah. whatever yeah. and so but uh, but yeah. yeah and he didn't yeah and well I thought he died a lot earlier than that but I guess he didn't die until like 91 yeah yeah and he didn't announce that he had age to like 90 like right before he died oh yeah it was like I think it was like <laughs> 91 I was thinking that he announced like a week or two and then all of a sudden he was dead yeah you know but I think yeah. I just read that he had learned about it or whatever Based off of, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was after the Live Aid, anyway. Correct, correct. So, what they did with the Live Aid, have you ever watched like the video? I've seen the footage, not like full of it or recently, but I've never seen it. I watched some of that footage after watching Bohemian. It is really accurate. Holy crap, I mean, they are spot on on what they're trying to do there in the movie. Now, the original Live Aid act is like 20 some minutes long, and what they show in the movie is like, what, maybe 10, half that? So type thing. So they don't show obviously the whole thing, but what they did and what they tried to reenact is really close. Yeah. So it was cool. But yeah, yeah, it was good. I mean, it wasn't. I don't understand why it's getting all the Oscar buzz because I didn't think it was like that kind of a like movie or whatever where it's like you know Oscar worthy. Oh yeah. It was okay. Well, I think a lot of it comes from uh, Malik or whatever. And his. I guess it was a cool performance, but I think a lot of it was he just kind of looks like Freddie Mercury anyway. He doesn't. I would agree with that, but the mannerisms and stuff, I thought he yeah, really kind of spot on. I mean, if you really look at the way that he would stand, you know, and everything yeah. else, I mean, it was that's how Freddie Mercury would would do yeah. that too. So it's true, you know, and that's a little bit more above than just kind of looking the part. Sure, sure. So anyway, I rewatched Man of Steel. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just apologizing for all the crap you watched. So, Jesus. It, so you did, was it like on and you just decided to no. catch it? You actually physically like took the effort to rewatch mm-hmm. it. Why wouldn't you watch something like that you haven't seen that maybe you're interested in? Or I mean, or why, why rewatch good. Man of Steel? Okay, like what happens in your brain? I really okay. So I I kind of wanted to talk about some of this, but I've been listening to this podcast. It's an old podcast, but it's about like uh, comic books comic book collecting and stuff so okay so but, a comic book podcast right okay but okay so it's basically he's listening to his competition there you, you a, sometimes <laughs> take like 10 words to say what you could say too okay so this <laughs> podcast, just saying this podcast anyway <laughs> they did a they did an episode where they talked about uh batman versus superman the movie batman yeah. versus mm-hmm. superman and they were talking God. about man of the steel piling crap and whatever 
I have probably only seen Man of Steel like once. Yeah, I saw it in the theater. Yeah, and that was and one that too was many, it. I think. Yeah. No, I didn't mind so Man of Steel. I wanted to revisit because I I remembered kind of liking at least the first yeah, half. It wasn't of the bad. Movie. It really isn't that bad of a movie. No, it's a I decent agree. movie. As of, far the, as of the DC movies, the DC it's probably movies. in the top three. Uh, Maybe two. Yeah, perhaps. It's better than but Aquaman. It, it, it debates on whatever, yeah, because... Right. It's probably I would, better I would, than... I would, I would, he probably does Wonder Woman Exactly it, right. But I would put it above Wonder Woman. I would yeah. put it above Wonder Woman. Yeah. And I so, know you guys don't. I think it probably but, is my favorite DECU. It, it, <laughs> it probably is mine, too. I have to say. <laughs> so, <laughs> I I wanted to... I, then I wanted to roll right into Batman. Oh, Superman. why would you do that? Because I want it because I've only seen it... Did you like, watch the extended cut? Once. No, I don't... No, I can't find it anywhere. Well, I think it's the, on DVD. Hmm. Well, I did. I didn't buy it. Well, go because buy it. it was a piece of crap. Oh, but I have the somebody, extended cut. Supposed to be good. That's what I've heard, and I I, they talked about it in that. I've heard that, but I just can't force myself. They to said watch it's that. almost like the Daredevil, where the Daredevil director's extended cut actually makes it a good movie. Like no, movie. no, Daredevil's never good. Have you watched the director? Have you watched no. the extended cut? No, because it's supposed to be a totally never different movie. And at least it still has the bad parts in at it. At least that isn't two and a half hours of just that's true, Martha, anyway. or whatever. Anyway, I anyway I sort of liked Man of Steel. Okay, I mean, and I'll give you that. I will. But, yeah, so did you, you rewatch right. Batman versus Superman? No, because I can't find it. Because he can't find it, he wants to watch the extended edition. Didn't we just go through this? But Come I on. found out it's on the if you subscribe to the DC streaming service or whatever. Oh yeah, like, everything's on. Oh, there. you should totally wow. do that. And there's all yeah, those news, know, right? new episodes. Of Teen Titans is on there. I think Doom Patrol is going to be on yeah, there. Yeah, it's already on. I think it's already on. Yeah, go for yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the so like when I first watched the movie, like when I first saw the movie, yeah, it didn't really bother me so much that he killed Zod. No, and I don't and care. it really still doesn't now. No, but it matter. something <laughs> someone on the podcast said, which kind of, I watched it with a new kind of set of eyes or whatever. Like they spent a lot of time. With Kevin caught with his dad, yeah, like trying to teach him the right things to do, yeah, and then it's like he just craps on it at the end of the movie and is just like, ah, I'm just gonna kill him. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I it seemed like his dad. Is. Well, I, no, his dad wanted him to let all those kids die in the school bus because he was like, right. So his dad his wasn't dad, teaching him the yeah, right thing. His, his dad, dad was kind of a dick. His dad was oh, more teaching really? him that he had to protect himself. Yeah. But there's, you know, that, type there's of those parts in there where... And by killing Zod, he actually protected other people, and so he actually made the harder choice, and he kind of went against his dad, but in a good way. Okay. Uh, right? I agree with you in some yeah. respects there. I mean, here was my thing why it didn't bother me that he killed Zod, because I felt like he really struggled with that choice yeah, and he didn't of have what a the choice. hell to do. You know, he's seeing all this destruction and everything else that's going on, and he's he's got this guy in that hold, and he's trying to make a decision. What do I do here? I can't. I how do I stop this guy? You know, type things. And he he made the choice that he felt he had to make at that point in time. But it wasn't like he was just up there and he bah, 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 yeah, snap, you know, type thing. He struggles with that decision. Yeah, which he should, and that makes exactly sense. Very right. in character. It seemed very in character to me. Yeah. What. Like, it's not near as bad as when Aquaman left those two guys to die in the submarine no, in the right. beginning of Aquaman. I mean, that's like, what the what frig? The yeah. What are you doing? So, yeah, that's... Anyway, so I'm going to... A guy at work has a copy of it. I don't know if it's the extended version or not, but I'll at least rewatch probably Batman. Slight quick segue. I don't want to start a whole thing. But I've been, re I've been watching Battlestar Galactica 
the new version, the mm -hmm. new series, for the first time. Really? I just got to the end of season three where all this Holy shit cow. hit the fan. Like, they reveal, is... like, they reveal four Cylons. Yeah. And you're like, what? what? And then, freaking Starbuck comes back when you think she's dead. And she looks at Lee and is like, I'm taking you to Earth. I've been there. And yeah. like, What? How many seasons is it? There's one more season. Four. One, there's four? Okay. There's four. So now I'm in the... And, so don't and, spoil anything. And now it's, uh, it, but if season one was like 12 episodes. Season two was like 24 20, 20 or something, something like this. Season, season three, three kind of like cut it down a little bit. And then season four is only like 12 again. No, I think it's so, 20 stuff. Is, is season, it? Are you yeah. sure? Is season okay. four... Because I really wish it would just they get done. gone to Earth? No, they haven't been to Earth. They went well, to the one three, they planet. Yeah, they got they. They're on a planet. And they found like a. All, I they think made a planet called New Caprica, where they made a colony, and the Cylons came and took it over. Okay, but did they right. find? And but, it's like a prison camp, kind of. Like they're living in squalor. And yeah, stuff. because the Cylons took over. Right. Yeah, they did all that already. They're already back that, in space. The, the the ending is just a complete and total mindfuck. Oh really? Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Mm, I didn't okay. think so. Well, don't spoil anything, but I just but was going to share that. I was okay with it. There was oh, just... I was fine with it, too, but it's very... It does seem like the show is doing what a lot of shows do. It gets very kind of metaphysical and sort of, like, philosophical. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? Some and cases, it's like... Yeah. It just gets very dark, though, I thought, in a lot yeah. of ways, too. The, yeah. well, the whole show's dark. Who yeah. are the four... It was uh, General... Or Colonel Ty. Ty. Okay, yeah. And, uh... The the chief guy, who was like with the Cylon Asian girl in the beginning, right? Yes, and yeah, then the it's and then it's the president's assistant person. Yeah, the chief maintenance, president assistant person, and then the guy who married Starbuck or whatever. Oh yeah, okay. Anders or whatever his name yeah, is, yeah. Lee or no, not Lee. Did Anders. they do a lead up to that? Because wasn't there like well, they were like hearing break. a song. They kept hearing like something on the I radio. I know, but didn't I thought that was like a play for a while watching it in. Who is the Cylons? Where it was like they drug it out. They're like, who are the Cylons? Well, yeah, they've been they, dragging it out for like two seasons, right, yeah. and they haven't revealed anything. Yeah, yeah, and then they finally. So, that thing only went yeah. for four seasons. Yeah, mm -hmm. wow. seems like. Well, watching the show, I feel like it. I feel like there's a lot of filler. You know what I mean? Like it could have been a lot tighter if they wanted it to be, but yeah. it became like that whole thing where. Well, let's do some world building. Let's do some go down this. Let's little let's path. do some things where we hey. talk about politics a little bit. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which let's is okay, this. but I liked it. I really wish. Oh, they would. I I thought I, they did a really good job on it. I mean, I thought it'd be better if they would just keep with the main story and just make it a little tighter. My wife and I, yeah, we were binge watching that one like crazy. I mean, we were I kind of excited. It, like, to it. I watched it. We, we see. I did not do that. Out. We I think all four seasons were out, but we just kind of kept checking them out and at the library of all things and. Yeah. And got him there. I just remember, I thought it was season two, in which it was just a freaking long ass thing that took a long time for us to yeah. get through. You know, where it seemed like, oh wow, we got picked up for a second season. Let's throw a whole bunch of stuff in <laughs> yeah, there. Sure you know, it was like, that. whoa. And then they kind of, you know, uh, brought it back, I thought, for season three. And that's why I was thinking that season four was really short, but maybe it wasn't. I so. think it was, but double check. You yeah. have your phone. I have oh, all my devices. Yeah. No, that's okay. I remember the ending of that series. I remember the ending. So, I mean, there's nothing bad about that. It just was no. a case of... Uh, and and it's not... Well, it's... It, I don't know. And like it gets said, a, I don't want to start a whole to thing, your point, but, it does get a little bit more... As it keeps going on, it gets... It feels like it's going that way. metaphysical and kind mm. of more... A little bit more... Uh, 
kind of yeah kind of high yeah these high type of things and kind of you know lost wow, of that too really? you know that was oh yeah i mean it was the same kind of thing you know, a lot of shows tend to fall into that trap i don't know what that is all about yeah i don't know either i started watching gotham again i'm getting caught up on that oh really i'd like to watch that one at some point in time that's a horrible show is it really it, it, it's not it's a horrible show huh. okay I've if you want to go to sleep, little Bruce. turn on Gotham. You'll go okay. right to sleep. Little, I, I, little Bruce is. I've been watching the... Parks and Rec. Oh, I love Parks that show. Have you Bruce. ever watched it before? I have never watched it before. What? Yes, I've, I've seen. So like, we watched it when it was on, and we just rewatched like all the seasons on Netflix. Yes, all the seasons are on Netflix, and, and I've fun. always heard good things it's about it. Show. It so takes I've, a couple seasons for you to get into it. So I've um, watched. A, I had watched some episodes before, but uh, both my daughters. Had wa- have watched the whole thing. They probably love it, right? Oh, yeah. They're both like, you know, uh, Isabel, she's like, yeah, by far it's the funniest thing that she's streamed, you know, yeah. on Netflix. And she just loves it. So <laughs> so I'm, I'm on season three, but yeah, it's it's That's probably hilarious. the peak. It starts to lose a little bit towards like the last season. It's maybe. Because they do like a weird time jump and stuff. But uh, yeah. But yeah, no, it's pretty. Oh, pretty freaking solid. the characters in that damn movie. Uh, Chris Pratt is show. so good in that show. Uh, Pratt and freaking uh, Nick, whatever the heck his name, Offerman there. Oh, yeah, Ron he's Swanson. so good. Ron oh, he is. is he is just great. Yeah. But they're all really good. Yeah, they, they, do. they do a really good job on that show. Yeah. All right, so that's all our TV stuff. Let's see. You haven't watched it? I thought you did. All right, we're ready. Oh. What are we doing? We're doing Polar. Yes. I read Victor Santos. Read Polar. Came from the Cold. Volume Came from the Cold and Eye for, for an, an Eye. eye. Which is volume 2. Is this it is, good? This is a... Uh, net, this was turned into a Netflix it show. Was. Movie. Yeah, it was. Yes. Right See? It says it right there. Now on Netflix. Books that I bought. Yeah. Original I'm, film. I guess I need to realize we also do an audio version of our podcast. So right. we need to make sure we say the audio of what... Uh, very do, true. Not very just true. the video. Not just the video. Very good. Right. So... Yes. Trying to do that. Yeah, and it's got the dude that played in. Um, he built the Death Star. Hannibal. Oh, he designed oh, the Death Star too. And he built the Death Star. You should watch Hannibal. That's a good series. It's only uh, like three seasons. So here, and I will like tell I have you, like a dearth of stuff to watch or like amount of stuff. I don't. I really don't. I actually watched the Netflix show before I read this. Oh, I know. I know. What? It was one of those things in which I was sitting at home with a wife and she wanted to watch something so I was like hey I got this you know here I see it on Netflix hey let's watch this so I watched that before I read it That's just, was is it just the first book it or is it like any of the books yeah I was gonna say it's different it's different it's an enjoyable difference though okay. overall no, I so was curious. it's uh, very okay so polar polar the, I know Bill's Bill. gonna watch for he probably already gave up um, I was like, are they ever going to talk about comics? Like, yeah, I'm out. So, from the little book here or whatever else, I love the style though. By the way, I mean it's it's so oh, Frank game. Miller, it's just fantastic. Oh, yeah. So you know type things, yeah. but except for the fact that your book's all warped. But other than that, I know, right? It's, it's, I'm going to go home and sit it under like 200 pounds of graphic novels. And so essentially, here in this first one, it's like a old spy. Type thing, you know, old Why assassin. That dude ten times the size of that girl. It, I don't know because it's, it's Frank She's Miller's massive. style. So, but essentially, he, it's an old assassin that's being hunted by other assassins because of the fact that he what just flat out like makes too much money or whatever else, and they just need to get rid of him. It just figure. sounds like John so, Wick. So it, it is in it a is, lot of ways. John Wick it really in the is. Arctic, it is. And you know, some things. Poland. So. Uh, basically, in this case, you know, this guy goes through, he's being hunted, and of course he's going to try to to 
Well, I mean, it's kind of that type of thing which you got the one guy against an army, and of course the one guy just kicks some ass and goes on through everything. So by the time this one ends, uh, you know, our so-called hero or whatever you want to call him, you know, kind of... Anti-hero. Yeah, anti-hero. He makes I like it through. the second volume better. The second one is actually more of a case in which it doesn't really... Did you did it ever really flat out say that? Okay, so in the second one is basically there's a I'll I'll ask her a question here in a second, but in the second one, this female here, she kind of becomes the assassin that's kind of out for hunting Pregold. But she gets trained by somebody, okay? I kind of alludes to the fact that it's this guy, but it yeah, doesn't him. doesn't really say that, it does it? Him. Okay. I mean, I don't. Why wouldn't it be? I, I would it assume be? it is, but I mean, they never really flat out say it either, you know, type thing. I, uh, I think you just have to know that. Okay, like, uh, perhaps it is. I like I say, I wasn't sure. I was assuming so it, because it's kind of in the same world, you was, know, of things. It was never a doubt in my but, mind. But okay, I, well, like I say, I didn't doubt it either. But it's, it's kind of ironic. I, I could see somebody going. Why did you think that? Because I mean, it's not like they really right. flat out yeah. said it either. I was just like, well, I think it was because the guy's got a patch on his eye. I right. don't know. <laughs> it's kind of ironic that she loses his eye and he loses. His yeah, eye. exactly. It, but here so, again, it's this uh, kind of a similar thing in which she this has one's like a cool like robot laser eye or something. No, not no. really. But this one's more like a but Kill Bill a, type of story, yes, really, it, it, because she is beat up and left, you know, for dead, and then. The uh, gentleman saves her, you know, type of thing out of the cold and then kind of teaches her how to be kind of the ways of the assassin and type things. And then she goes back and has revenge, you know, on a bunch of people that left her out there hmm. to die. So uh, both of them are, are very good, though. I, I like the art. I think uh, they're really quick reads, right? Oh, they're extremely quick reads. Yeah. So it, it flows very well. How do you um, like the widescreen, like weird landscape? Landscape, landscape type of thing? I. I don't know that it bothered me one way or another, you know, type things. I don't know that I'd say it's an improvement. I wouldn't say that it's, you know, any worse. A detriment. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, it just makes it maybe seem like a little bit shorter in some ways because, you know, you're, you're really not looking as much. I'm not looking from here. Yeah, I'm working one down. Flipping. You just you kind of have that big left to right one. More, you know, you're talking more of a one or two panels to a page yeah. than, you know, several. So, there's, but there's just more pages, but it just seems like you're going to be flipping a little bit more, but... Even then, I didn't find that it was a huge detriment either. Cool. Uh, okay, so your question about the Netflix movie, though. It's really more about the first one, but there's characters added in there that kind of give me a feel maybe that's maybe trying to allude to the second one, maybe in some ways a little bit. Um, and then there's, of course, just flat out, you know, differences in general, right. you know, type stuff. Uh, but I think they take a lot more of the similar characters from the first one, and they just put it into a whole hell of a lot of different orders. Uh, what's really funny is like the the how this thing starts, you know, with him in the uh, cabin. in the cabin with a female, you know, that type of stuff. That honestly doesn't happen in the TV sh- into the into the movie, I guess, until about hell. You're probably halfway through the thing or something like that, maybe even longer. And uh, the movie itself maybe spends a little bit more time with those. People that try to kill him at the beginning, oh, gotcha. that type of stuff, you know, right. kind of building up some of that. So there's that little things, but then after that point happens, a lot of the stuff that happens here in the in the comic, you know, kind of flow out in different ways. But there's, like I say, there's still a lot of differences. But you know, some of the characters, you know, you go, oh, I, that character is supposed to be like this character in the comic, but yeah. a little different. 
Good. And in different things, a lot of different stuff though, out of order. I actually like well, okay, in this one, not to, I don't think it's giving away too much, but oh, like anything, you're never gonna read it. You're never read it. Show, okay, so. so this guy, you know, your assassin gets he hates Victor Santos. You, he hey, gets he gets captured right, and he's hung up by a chain or whatever the heck else. Well, he gets out of course because of the fact that they're like stuffing his head like in water or whatnot, and he gets like a little piece of something, you know, to to spit out and then allow him to break his change okay whatever in the movie they do something a little different that i thought was a little bit better maybe in a way it was a it was a cool choice i thought of things for them to do won't ruin it there too much because i think you you, you ought to watch, I will it. watch yeah it. it's it definitely was a watch it's kind of funny because i watched it with my wife brandy there and by the time that ended she was like that's one of the weirdest movies i've ever watched you know type of things it's it's very it's got a lot of kill bill feel to yeah. some different things you know it, it's over the top violence you know um type of thing it moves at some quick paces and it's it's got that type of thing in which you're kind of like you know am i supposed to like this guy or not you know that type of thing you know type of scenarios but uh i thought the i thought the show though was very good and i i enjoyed these but especially because they or quick reads is kind of that you know whole revenge action type thing moves fast. Cool. But in a couple of years, Drew will like buy a copy of Polar at a convention and he'll read it and he'll review it on the podcast. He'll review he'll it. Be like this is the greatest thing ever. He's like, you guys should read this. <laughs> I'll remember. I don't forget shit. Uh, that's good because I do all the time. I know. I know my shit. I don't forget nothing. I can barely remember if I read Umbrella Academy. <laughs> Right, we probably should let Don do something because he's got a huge. He pile. does have I a large stack. Talk about all of it, I mainly want to talk about that one because we were kind of still on that movie type thing there a little bit. Sacred Creatures by Pablo Ramondi and Claus Jansen. What does Claus Jansen do? He wrote it, and then in the in the later issues, he does some of the flashback artwork. There's flashback um, flashback sequences. Why does the second issue have a bunch of extra craters listed? I don't know. Because it's like they list the letter. Holy crap! And the colors. I mean, Dude, yeah. okay. So I screwed up going. on this. Like I bought this. I missed an issue. Whoa, so that's gotta be like cool. One, two, four. Four, five. You're missing six. three. Yeah, I missed three. Hmm. Why would you Sacred do such a thing? No that idea. was probably the best right, issue of them all. Probably was. I don't buy a lot of aftershocks. Is this aftershocks? No, this is image. This is oh, image. At least, at least by issue six, it was. Yeah, no, I issue. It's like that logo kind of looks like the Aftershock logo, but it's just the image. Oh, but their image is there. Is that 25 years? So the first issue is like $5, and it's thick. It's like, it must be like 100 pages. Like, it's insane. And I bet you it's 50. The fourth issue is $4.99 as well. Yeah, they're big. They're big issues. Cool. Anyway, this story's really cool, even though I missed like the best issue, probably. So the quick thing, did you like it? I did. Okay. I did like it. Um, the weird thing is, like, they're really thick comic books, and it doesn't seem like a whole hell of a lot happens. Oh, wow. In, in like, 60 pages. So it has the Umbrella so, like, Academy problem. So, like, I read <laughs> I read it and skipped an issue, and I think I picked right back up. I don't know that I really missed a whole lot, but oh. anyway, um, I don't know if that... But I did like it. It's good. And uh, at the end, of, I thought it was just, a, like, a six-issue series, but it does end, but it leaves on a... And it says... Uh, book two coming soon or whatever. Uh, so, so uh, overall, gist is it like superhero? Is it um, uh, more? No, it's supernatural. Supernatural. Stuff. Um, okay. So, basically, the with the magics. 
Metrics. They have okay, so Metrics. I can get into it. There's um You don't need to get that far into it. Okay. So it starts out, there's a give a, me a teaser a guy. Come on here. Well, it has to do with angels and uh, demons. demons, I guess. Oh, sweet. Um, so, actually, they call them... Anyway. So, the main character... They call them anyways? Yeah. Wow, that's a anyways. weird thing to call them. They call them Nivellim. Nivellheim? Nivellheim? Nivellim? It's a type of they're, angel. They're, yeah, okay. So There's like nine choirs of angels, you know. They're basically... Damn, the, I did not know this. They're the... Um, what do you call them? Greed... And the seven, the seven deadly, deadly sins. Seven deadly sins. They're basically like the seven deadly sins, but they're the art's angels, pretty good. They're this. angels. Um, okay, so the main character, he's a guy. He's engaged, uh, or I think he's his girlfriend. They live together. She's pregnant. He doesn't have a job. He's trying to get a job, so he has like this big interview coming up, and so his girlfriend goes to stay with her mom. And so he can have like the week to get prepared for this interview because he's supposed to like go. It's, he's supposed to be like this curator of this museum. Oh, I thought he didn't have a job. No, he doesn't. But he's oh. applying for this job. Oh. And he has an interview coming up, and so to he, be a curator, to be museum. like a curator, part of this museum. So he has to go to the museum and get like all this reading material so he can be like up to up to snuff on it for up the to interview. Speed. And um, so he goes there. He gets all the stuff, and he's leaving in this. This lady like touches him, or says something to him, or whatever, and, and he, he says, goes, "Hey, home. lady, back yeah, off! Hey, don't lady, touch me! Back off! Don't touch me! I got an important interview in like four days. Because this is like Friday, and the interview's like on Tuesday. Oh my god! Should like pat him on the butt. So he only got through like the first two pages. Yeah. So he's gonna spend like the whole weekend just like reading this stuff, cramming this for this thing. Well, she touches him, and he goes home, and he just he can't. All he does is sleep. Like, he sleeps. He's, like, they have, like, a scene where he's, like, got the refrigerator open, and he's just, like, passed out on the floor. And so he basically sleeps for, like, five days. Misses his interview. Um, and then his girlfriend had been calling him. And so then he goes out, and he meets these other women, and they they say something to him, and he ends up going out in this alley and, like, having sex with this total complete stranger oh, like cheating on his girlfriend so all this stuff kind of builds up and you're like what's going on what's going on well they're the they're the seven deadly sins um, like one of them was lust lust that had that but the one that made him like sleepy or whatever was, was uh, sloth sloth there you go man i'm pretty good at this you are good at this so then anyway it um there's this kid and he shows up and he tells him that he can get him uh, this interview for this job, but he, he has to like. Does he get to go back in time? No, he's gonna like set up another one. Oh, second for one. him, like a second chance or whatever. But gotcha. he has this stone dagger and he has to take it to this hotel and he has to kill someone. Oh, of course. So he ends up going to the hotel and then he like blacks out. And then he, like, wakes up, and there's, like, this dead body on the floor, and he's, like, covered in blood. Well, it turns out that... Is that the, wrath? No. So, all yeah. the, the, the seven deadly sins are... There's one angel... For each sin. For each sin. Right. But, no, there's a, a good angel. For and each she's, sin. she's put on earth to keep the seven... The nivellum or whatever, like, in, in check. check. Yeah. And so they find this way to kill her. So they have this guy kill her. 
So now she's dead, and oh. they can like just rain havoc on Earth Sweet. now. Sin is rampant. But what? I'm just gonna totally spoil this whole thing well, for you because I know you'll like never read it. read it. Do you no, want to read it? He's missing a freaking issue. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. No, it to me, so it doesn't good. matter. Um. So anyway, said it was the best issue. The angel that died, she had a son, and so she. There was something about they were trying to get this guy because there was some reason that he had something that they needed, but he was pregnant, or he got his girlfriend pregnant, and they passed it on to the baby. So she has the baby, and then they all show up, and they're trying to get the baby. So they're trying to catch the baby, and the the good angel, she had a son, and he's kind of knows what's going on, so he kind of takes this guy under his wing, and then they're kind of on the run from these people, the Nivellum, the the seven deadly sins. And so then it just kind of, and of course the cops are involved because there was a murder and it doesn't make any sense. So they're trying to figure out what's going on. So they're chasing him. They arrest him at one point. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like all that stuff. But I liked it. It was really good, even though I missed an issue. I didn't feel like I missed anything. So that's cool. I didn't miss, I missed the birth of the baby, I guess. But it's just really weird because, I mean, they're thick. Like you opened it up. I mean, it's an extra sized issue. Yeah. And I'm reading it going, good God, like nothing happened. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you read a whole issue and it's like, but it was good. I liked it. And like I said, um, I thought Klaus Jansen was going to do more of the artwork. But when you get into the later issues, he does like, they go back in time and they tell the story of, uh, because these, um, these angels have been there. Like they go back to Babylon oh, yeah. and like Sodom and Gomorrah, like they were behind Sodom and Gomorrah. And they were behind the tower, Ooh, of, the tower of Babel, Tower of Babylon, or whatever. Yeah, um, it was the Tower of Babel. Tower of Babel. 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 But is so, it Babel or Babel? Babel. Oh, Babel. I, I said Babel, but I think it's Babel because like, they're babbling. Yeah. Okay. But um, cool. So Claus Jansen later on does all the artwork for the flashback sequences when they go back in time to like all that other stuff. But does John Romita Jr. do the pencils? No. Oh, that's too bad. No. But, uh, <laughs> no, it was good. I liked it. And if it does come out with another one, I'll, I'll buy it and, and Sweet. continue the story. So, probably won't talk about it. All right, I'm going to talk about Blaze of Glory. This is a, my own creation of binding this stuff. I think that's uh, a song by Bon Jovi. I thought you say it's your own creation of a, of a comic book. Like I guess I should have read the title better and then I would have known what piece of crap this is. Wow. <laughs> but wow. it's Blaze of Glory, The Last Ride of the Western Heroes. So it's not even like good Western cheese? It's like 15 well, years Well, I, I right can there. dig a good Western. But for those of who are the Marvel Comics aficionados, you'll know that there's a bunch of Western heroes like the Rawhide Kid and mm-hmm. Two Gun Kid and One Ghost Rider. Like yeah. Not in this one, I don't think. But anyway, this book is like taking all those Western heroes and throwing them all together in like a four issue series and like having them have like a final stand, you know, which sounds cool in theory, I guess. But the execution, well, the problem is they're like trying to give these characters all like their own backstory and like four issues and have like some kind of interesting action and stuff. And it just, it's very a convoluted mess. Like, I mean, I just can't follow it. There's, like, just too much, too many characters that I'm trying to keep track of that I don't really care about. And they all sound the same. Like, 
Rawhide Kid and the Two Gun Kid and the I don't know what are the other ones. Billy the Kid. I, I don't. I don't even. I don't <laughs> read that stuff. Yeah, okay. Billy the Kid probably is in it, but I don't know. It's just. Oh, it's just. It's just a mess. Hmm. I just was not interested in, you know, noodling it all out and keeping it all straight because it just wasn't that interesting. Not that good. So. I read. Um, I didn't bring it, but I read. Uh, it's the new challengers. Oh yeah. Um, it's DC. It was like six issues, yeah. and I did the same thing. I missed an issue out of it, like. Man. But um, I did not like it at all, so I didn't bring. It. I ended up like just skimming and reading and looking at the pictures of like the last two issues. Yeah, and the story is like a total like western trope. Like there's some town that like is doing really well and there's some outlaws that are trying that are hired to like drive the people out because some rich railroad baron wants to like take it over because the land is valuable. You know what I mean? That's blazing so, saddles. So all these western heroes have to like band <laughs> together and like save the town, you know. So I mean it's just it's it's not very good. Is there a scene in there where they're all sitting around a campfire <laughs> eating beans? Probably. <laughs> but uh, exactly like Blazing Saddles. But uh, the art is pretty decent. It's by this Leonardo Menko. It's okay. He did that other series I talked about. I don't know if I talked about it. There's another Western series he did around the same time. That art was much better. This one is not quite as good. But it was decent. The art's decent. And like I said, it just didn't do much for me, man. Does that... What's that guy? Um, I'm glad I didn't pay some mango or crap. Does he punch out a horse? What's that character's name? Uh, I don't know. Dude. Uh, All right, so this is Gideon Falls, number nine and ten. So really, this ends up, I think, a little bit after they went into the black bar the black and whatever bar. else, and so now. So is our main one of our main protagonists? Is he actually a bad guy? I'm wondering that by the right? time I read number ten, but I also wonder, is he? The son of the crazy doctor or whatever that died, or the the brother of our police chief. Oh, mate, mm, I didn't catch that at all. Maybe. I wondered that one because of the fact that he was lost into the black bar and they've been looking for him for so long. Yeah, he suddenly popped out. Well, he remembers his popping out. You know, in this one area, he doesn't know remember anything else of his uh, life. You know, and things. Sure. So I wonder if it's supposed to be the same. Yeah, a character now that's aged, you know, and things, and is actually the brother. But I also wonder if, to your point, if he's a little bit up. Yeah, the I really got that vibe. Like the end we, of like the 10. whole series, I've been thinking he's trying. He's like the good guy, you know, that nobody oh, yeah. believes, and he's trying to save everybody. And now it's like, wait, maybe he's instead of being like the savior, he's actually the apocalypse. The apocalypse. Yeah, I'm getting that vibe towards the end here. I'm like, huh, that's an interesting. Twist. Yeah, yeah. No, I would agree with you there. I would agree. Of course, maybe that's just a whole misdirection. Know, a misdirection there. as well. Yeah, that could be, know. could be. So but I have a feeling that he may be the brother to our police chief or whatever. Huh. The girl. Uh, yeah, the girl. The girl okay. that I think it's the her brother. Chief. Yeah, okay. that's a. Uh, Cause her, you know, oh yeah, her brother died or disappeared. Or something. He disappeared. Oh, you think he's the brother. That's what I'm saying. I think he's the brother that disappeared all that time ago. He just popped up somewhere else, didn't know who he was. He's a little loony crazy, crazy he's because he. Crazy. That's right, because he had been in this black barn for God knows when, and then uh, popped up all of a sudden. Now I is he? That, but that's good. That's a good theory too. He got, but is he evil? I would not be surprised either. After huh. doing whatever. Yeah, it could be. Interesting. I still really like it. I think the art's really good, and it just seems like it's. 
I think the art for the story that's being told is very good. Yeah, I don't know if I really like the art. A yeah, whole I don't lot. know if like I buy like a pinup of it or something. That's right. You know? But, but uh, I think with, it works this story, with this story, yeah, it is. It it works so well. But yeah, I st- I really dig it. I almost had a little bit of a hard time though recognizing the face in this one, you know, with the oh, way. Oh yeah, the, I don't even see a face. The there. A you face can there. kind of see oh, like yeah, a nose and the there. Yeah, yeah. you know things there, you know, type stuff. It's a little bit more. Do you uh, think it's moving too fast? I almost feel like I wish they'd drag it out a little bit more because it's so good. I mean, is it, does it seem like it's wrapping up? Like it's coming towards a conclusion? I think it might be. I would not be surprised, but. Uh, I don't know. Again, I, I like the fact that it's moving pretty good. It that seems like a lot is going on. Yeah, like that it moves fast. Yeah, that there's things going on. But I like it so much, I don't really want it to end yet. So I'm hoping it's it's kind of like Killer Be Killed. I was a little bit let down when it like ended oh, at, ended 20. at twenty. Yeah, that was, like, was very They could have kept going there. Yeah, he could have kept killing like... a bunch of crap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I don't know. I think because I of the, all the questions and whatnot, I'm not really feeling that too much yet because it almost okay. seems like. They could keep adding more weird crap in there, but Lemire's hard to tell though, because you never know when he's going to end something. Yeah. Sometimes he just it's like I'm done. I'm like, what? I can see that? Well, he's got his hand in so many damn that's true freaking pots, so it yeah. surprised me. But but Are you yeah, up on I this? like it. Uh, I'm not sure. Okay. I was, and then you fell behind. I might have fallen behind a couple. Right. I need to go back and reread all of well, it. Well, Gideon Falls is really good. People should be reading it. I need yes. to just start buying the trades. Cool. It's great. All right. The Postal. title doesn't really intrigue me. This is the this, end. You've been buying this for this many issues? It's 25 issues. And then there's a couple one-shots. Mark number one and Postal Laura number one. Yeah, is it still going? No, it's over. So it was a miniseries? It ended, it ended with 20, Well, yeah, it's a 25-issue miniseries. It ended wow. with 25, and then they did two, like, um, kind of epilogue. One that focused on Mark and one that focused on Laura. All right, so the gist of Mark this book... Mark and Laura? I think I read one issue of this or something. The gist of this story is... Hasn't this come out for years? Yeah. It's on 20... It had 25 issues. So, so that's monthly? at least two years. Mostly. Is this they one where it was like breaks. a weird town and everybody was like weird in it or something? But you yeah. let him talk. There's a town... Yeah. ...that they said... That everybody goes postal. It's all criminals. Yeah, that's what it was. And they can go to Postal, the town... Well, it's not called Postal... Correct. They can go to the town and they can start over. So it's basically just a town, town out of in criminals. the middle of nowhere. That's that sounds like a great a idea. Let's have a town of criminals. Um, Why not? And then, so the title of the book comes from Postal because Mark, who is the son of the the woman who was married to the man, the woman, her, his mother and father, his father really started the town. Gotcha. And then okay. He either got arrested or run out of town or something, and then his mother took it over. And he is, uh, you too. You, you should keep scratching it and just push that flakes of skin over onto me. Um, <laughs> so, her son Mark, he ha- he's autistic, but I mean he's he has like I think it's Aspergers or something. Aspergers. So I mean he 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 can. Um, See ghosts. He can function, <laughs> but he he just doesn't have any very. He's not very uh, good with people. People, right? Correct. Like he, he anyway. So he's the he runs the post office in the town. Is that why it's called postal? That's why it's called postal. Nice. Figured um, it out. And so, I really enjoyed the series, and I thought it ended fair. I I liked the way that it ended, um, and then the way that it 
ended, like, I almost went, oh, my God, they're not going to do that. And then they didn't. But then... No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Uh-uh. Because it turns out he ends up... It's either his girlfriend... He, he has a girlfriend, and she gets pregnant. And then... Does he understand how it happened? Yes, he understands okay. how it happened. Okay, wasn't sure. But the mom, like, there's a point where... Does she try and kill the baby? Kill the baby. <sighs> and they end up not doing it. But then when you read the end caps... She did kill the baby. No, she didn't kill the baby, but they ended up losing the, the baby. The baby ate her. And then they got another baby somehow. And so they had like a little baby that they got to raise. And so the series ended with him taking over the town with his girlfriend. And the mom is dead. No, she just left because she was done. So she just kind of passed on the town to Um, him. And she got off into the sunset. He was like, I think he died. He's out of the picture long time now. Yeah, he's been out of the picture for. So like they can do Postal years. Two with him and his wife. They could girlfriend raising the baby in this town of Pringles. Right, they could, but I think they're done mm. telling the story they wanted to tell. Hmm, I think they should find another story to tell. You didn't even like the first one, apparently. You've never I just read, read the first issue and I wasn't impressed. I don't I know how I read it. it. Did Top Cow send this like of, when we were retailers? Did they send like the first issue as like a PDF or something? I know. I, I bought it from the beginning. Maybe I gave you the issue or something. I don't know. That doesn't sound likely. <laughs> I have no idea how you read the first issue. However, remember, Don, how did I read it? It kind of reminded me of. Uh, it's a. Oh, I forgot to Disney. hit the recording. This is Pluto Volume One. So did the postal just go away? So this is a new vision on Astro Boy. <laughs> oh. So Naoki Urasawa. We decided update to update Astro Boy. Yeah, we need an Astro Boy 2.0. Dude, this is like the greatest thing ever. Really? But, uh, yeah, it's only volume one. I think there's it's like the nine volumes. Ever, but, you know, postal is uh, terrible. But this it's, is uh, it's almost Blade runner Anyway, there's this guy. Go he's a robot. Top. But he looks human, and he's a police officer. Yeah, he just falls asleep halfway through. And it starts out with, uh, there's a, there's a robot that's kind of like, He's this big giant robot who like lives in the forest and he like kind of helps take care of the forest or whatever. The Iron Giant, huh? And everybody it's loves Tezuka? him. Well, his son. It's Urasawa Tezuka. His son is involved in it because Tezuka did Astro Boy. Right. So this guy co- or collaborated with Tezuka's oh, son. Oh, Osama Tezuka and Naoki Urasawa. To update Astro Boy, but uh, this guy also did. Uh, what's the guy's name? I can't pronounce it. Uh, Naoki Urasawa. He also did uh, 21st Century Boys, I believe. Oh, I really want to read that. Yeah, well, this is like his second one, and he updated Astro Boy, and it got really, really a lot of buzz, but I never read it, but it's really good. But anyway, so the story is that he's like, uh, there's this police officer who's a robot, and he, another robot gets killed, and basically this, someone is going around assassinating these robots, and he's trying to solve the mystery. Because in the second story in here another robot gets killed but every robot like is given these huge these very humanistic type qualities and you start to actually care about the robots so it's got the whole like you know our robots you know do they have are they human you know can no, you be connected to them do they have souls that kind of they thing they don't have souls they're you robots know. they're metal but uh, it's interesting it's very uh, you know it's Astro Boy-ish but super super nothing like Astro Boy and the fact that it's very modern and very updated and the pacing is totally different so it doesn't really feel like Astro Boy it more like is the concept of Astro Boy a boy robot you know but yeah it doesn't really feel like Astro Boy at all but it's super well done and the pacing is really good the art is super cool like this guy's just 
really, really good artist. Here, you can show him. Um, yeah, but yeah, I'm backwards. I want to read 21st Century Boys. Well, if, you, like the first, if you're into that one, I think you'd totally be into this. I've liked the first volume, but there's like 20 of them, and I just haven't bought them all. I read the first one, I liked it. But the first one is like, hmm. uh, there's this... There's I guy. Like 15 volumes and like everybody's really sad, sad that that robot got killed in the forest or whatever. And yeah. Like he has to go and like tell like his robot wife, and it's like this very touching, sad scene. And then there's this whole scene about this. Uh, the next story is about this other robot. There's two stories. Yeah, there's like two stories because every story a robot dies. Like these robots are getting assassinated, and so that's kind of what the story is about. Hmm. So each story is basically introducing you to this. A different robot making you care about that robot and then and they then get they killed. Kill yeah, and so this guy's trying to solve the murder. That sounds kind of masochistic. A little bit. And then they even start like a third story and he comes and talks to this third robot and said, Yeah, I think somebody's trying to kill robots, you need to watch out. Then he gets these robots the end, are huh? kind of famous. But uh But yeah, the second story <laughs> is about this like guy, he's like a he's like a film composer or whatever. A film score composer. And he's kind of like past his prime. They assign him this robot butler, number two or whatever. And like the guy like keeps the keep the guy keeps like sending the robot away until it fires him, and he never goes away. And he like bonds with this guy who's blind, and he's a piano player. Hmm. And then the know, robot dies at the end. He does die at the end. Oh. But anyway, it's a really well done. I mean, <laughs> like I say, I... it's a. It's a pretty quick read, but I think there's nine volumes of it. Do they I have all f- nine of them at the library? Well, there's like a gap. Like, they had one, what they had like four. Do? Well, maybe when I go back, I maybe some will have checked it back in. Is what maybe they don't own it, though. No, I think they have all nine volumes. I think it's just... I don't know about that. That's true. You don't know. You should go online. But, uh... And see if they have it in stock. I mean, if they have it. Like yes. On the I could reserve it. You could. That's a good idea, Don. You actually have a good idea. But yeah, we'll see. What library anyway, are you going to? What's that? Which library are you going the to? The downtown one. The new I haven't one. even been in that The advanced library. learning library. I have not either. Is it cool? It's pretty cool. Zach has a uh, class in there once a month, so I just go there and get a bunch of graphic novels and check them out. And they're due like in a month, so I just take them back and hmm. repeat. Right. But I think next time is his last class, so it'll be the end of the oh. library. Things, but. You could go on your own. But yeah, Pluto's really good. I highly recommend it. I'm curious to see where it goes. Reading? I have it in the hardcovers, and so when they put it out hardcover, uh, now they put it out in like these weird like prestige format yeah. books. Yeah, well, I, I don't know that they are liked... though. Yeah, they are. I saw the announcement. I only read I it. Hasn't it started gives yet, it to me. But they're going. To. I thought I pre-ordered some more new Lazarus, but I don't know. Okay. okay. Anyway, I read. Didn't they relaunch as like Lazarus sixty x Okay. So what they something? did was they went to twenty six, and then they did a mini series called Lazarus X plus sixty six. Uh huh. And then they came out with like two 27, 27 28. 28, two kind of end cap stories, and then they're going to relaunch it back into the new format. Do the new format. It's um, not confusing at all. No. Is, is this so a limited series? X, it appears now. X plus 66 was a limited, was a. That was a mini series. It was a mini series. Because it tells you flat out there when you look at it. Yeah, one, one of six. six. One of six. Yeah. And those are Boom. basically just uh, six little... one shots. Oh, like really? Each book is like its own story. Is it just world building? Yeah. Okay. Trying to show the different Lazaruses. Scott's read Lazarus. He I have. Him. I like Lazarus. He yeah. likes Greg Rucka. Yeah, these are... Uh, yes. These right. are pretty good. I enjoyed them. I like Greg Rucka. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm not going to get into it because I really don't remember a whole lot. How a lot. The last two, the 27 and 28, mm -hmm. I don't know how far you guys have gotten up to, but... Not that far. Uh, it's doubtful. I think probably the 24 or 20 or so because I have two hard coders. Yeah, I can't um, really remember these. The ones. sun? The sun. One of, like, like in the sky? No. Oh. Of the family that yeah. I think... I think there's multiple suns. Never mind. I'm done. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> okay, sweet. Wow. Nice. It's good though. You still like it? Yeah. Yeah. If you like Lazarus, it's more of the same. It's more of the same and yeah. kind of continuing the world right. building. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it's stuff. not like it's fallen off in quality or anything. I mean, What's the main good. girl's name? Um, the the son of Carlisle, like he gets killed. Why are you still talking about it? I thought we were going Because now I want to ruin because it for you because you're being an asshole. You, because oh I God. asked questions. Scott. Okay. okay. It happens. I'm not gonna. I'm good uh, with it. Uh, um, I'm gonna kind of do laughing. Tail Gunner Joe. Oh right boy! Did you you read this? I think I read your copies of this back in the day. I don't know that I bought up all of it, but I have some of them. It's only corner. six issues. This is sure. another thing I you bound. I, I dropped off on it. Yeah, I, I bound myself. It's horrible. I did a horrible job. I didn't I make the, the cover big enough. So I just handy dandy little cool. app on my phone where I have everything cool. punched in. But uh, I read this back in the '80s when Don bought it. I thought I read all of it. Maybe I didn't. And I kind of dug it. It was a little bit different. And then I picked up in quarter bins in the intent that I would someday bind it. And so then I bound it. I do it. have all of it. I have one, two, three, four, five, and six. Hmm. It doesn't hold up that well. The art's pretty good. Really? The writing's okay. The idea. Okay, there's this guy. And him and his wife are, I guess they're kind of in the future, and they're trying Peter to B. build Gillis, yeah, and Tom Artis. Correct. Telegram or Joe by Peter Gillis and Tom Artis. Ooh, Todd Klein is the letterer. <laughs> Sweet. You interrupted me so much, I didn't even get to talk about the book that I was reading. Heck what yeah. book was that? Lazarus. Lazarus. You said you didn't want to Lazarus. talk about it anymore, and then we took it away, and then you kept talking. Sorry. <laughs> but I did that one. Lazarus. Let's hear about Telgunner Joe. Why does he have these weird wingy things? All right. So, Telgunner Joe is about... This, these scientists are helping develop this weapon, and they're trying to figure out how to, like, bond, like, bionics to, like, humans to make them better soldiers and develop weapons, because there's, like, an arms race, like, more like corporations doing it rather than countries. Anyway, him and his wife are doing it. They have a young daughter. Well, they want to, like, accelerate the program. They say they can't do it because they need, like, a human subject, and that's not ethical, blah, blah, blah. So, of course, um, the father and the daughter are in a horrible car wreck or whatever, right? Well, then the mom ends up operating on some human subject that they give her. Ends up being uh, her husband that she doesn't know. I'm not going to talk about that. You're not going to talk about New Mutants? No. Damn, it, that like has the best covers ever. Yeah, it's Ryan Stegman. Dang. It ends up being her husband, and she doesn't know it, and she binds these arms to him, and somehow the daughter is like in his head. And so she's like bonded with him in too, but like head. in his mind. And so he creates like this oh, weird... Geez. I'm done. <laughs> Tell her, Joe. It doesn't quite hold up that well. It's not that good. Um, but it is what it is. I'm... Go I'm ahead, Don. Do a review. I'm in Independent States by Brian Wood and Andrea Mutti. Rebels by Brian Wood. Yes. What'd you think of this? I liked it. Um, it's loosely based on history. Loosely, huh? 
So this happens after, obviously after the revolution, and so America is trying to establish itself as a new country, but they can't, they don't have a navy, and all the other, like France and England, they're just pirating all of our ships, because they don't really, they can do whatever they want, because they're the big powers. Because they're the evil empire. And America's the new kid in town, and so basically this is the president, I can't remember when it happens, but I think it might be Jefferson is the president. But anyway, they start building a navy. Hmm. And um, the main character, he starts out as a kid, and this goes a long, over a long period of time, which you don't really think about it back in the day, but it took a long time to build a ship. You know what I mean? Like, it mm-hmm. still does today, but back then it's even worse. But So anyway, it starts out with this kid. He kind of apprentices as a, as a shipbuilder. And then he ends up spending like his whole life basically like building like eight or nine years building like a, a naval warship or whatever, a boat. And then um, he gets a, he gets on, he actually goes on the ship because then they want him to fly, to ride with the ship, sail with the ship and go down like into the Bahamas to deal with, um, I think it's the French that are messing with him at that point. And, um, Anyway, there's a. It's a cool, but I like uh, the artist, the the Moody guy, Mutti, M U T T I. Andrea Mutti. Um, I don't know where I've seen him before, but I mean, I recognize the name, and the art's really cool. But in one of the issues, there's a really cool like sea battle, hmm. um, and the captain dies, and so he basically, um, this guy takes over, but he wasn't supposed to, so they try him for mutiny or treason or whatever, and so he ends up going to jail. But then they get him back out so he can go and help build ships. I mean, the whole thing is basically like his life. Life. But his whole only... life is like building ships. Is it only eight episodes? Well, the, it's, the eight whole episodes. series is eight, eight but the main story is five. Oh, really? And then these are just kind of like little one-shots one about different little battles or stories about... Um, the American Revolution or whatever. Really? Okay. And I so think main... this is actually like the second series. I think they did another Rebel series like before. So I think this is like a continuation, but I'm not 100% sure. But I really enjoyed this. I mean, it's got a little bit... And they say in the front, you know, it's it's based in histor- history, but I mean, there may be little things that they messed with or whatever. Oh, I'm sure there is. But um, I guess if you... You know, you like that time period and you kind of... I mean, I'm not like into big... Revolutionary War naval battles, but it was very interesting, I thought. Um, They tell the story really well, and the art's good, so... If you're looking for something a little bit different, this is obviously, you know, something different, so... Yeah. Normal. normal It definitely seems that way, from Dark Horse, huh? Yeah. That's who Brian would work for most And like I said, I won't... I don't even... Like, they're just little one-shots about a battle, like, Battle of Ticonderoga is one of them, and there's, like, an early story about, um... General Washington. Um, so, like I said, it is an eight-issue series, but the the brunt of it, one story was five, and then it's just three little one-shots. Yes, yeah. Huh, cool. But you recommend it, huh? Yeah, I liked it. It is good. Two thumbs up. Um, no, I'm not against it. You just about keep telling everybody else to go for it. David Boring. Is it Boring. It is not boring. Daniel Klaus. This is more Daniel Klaus. Uh, last time, I think I, inter- or maybe t- 
four weeks ago I reviewed Patience by Daniel Klaus. This is slightly earlier in his more kind of... He also did that Wilson book, which That's I... That's what I was going to ask you. Is this the one about the Wilson with... Uh, what's his face that Matt was here when you did it? Matt was here when I did Wilson? It was made into... A, was that the one that was made into a movie? Yeah, Wilson movie was made into a movie with Woody Harrelson. Wasn't Matt here when we talked about you that? You might be possible. Correct. I think so. I anyway, think your memory is much better than mine. Daniel Klaus did an anthology called Eight Ball for many years, and it had a couple... It had a story called Pussy, which was about like this really annoying guy who was kind of like a amalgam of these comic book cartoonist-type people. And then uh, he did, like, a velvet glove cast in iron, which is a pretty crazy little story. And then I think a little bit later he did David Boring. And lately he's been doing, like, Wilson and Patience and stuff like that as more, like, original graphic novels. But I think this was originally serialized in the anthology. Hmm. Um, but anyway, David Boring. It's about David Boring. And he's uh, kind of a weird guy. He's kind of, he's left his... He's left his mom and moved to the big city, graduated high school, all that good stuff. He's living with his gay friend, female friend, and uh, he's really into just getting chicks. He just wants to bang as many chicks as he can. He's fairly successful at it. Um, and uh, his buddy comes into town, and buddy gets killed. And they start kind of investigating it. But at some point, he meets this girl who he just comes super infatuated with. And he just kind of falls him head over heels for her. But she dumps him. And then they end up going uh, to see... Kind of, that's first chapter. Then we go to the wow. second chapter. They end up going to this island for, like, vacation. Like, off the coast of wherever they're at. It's kind of secluded. Well, while they're on the island, they... Uh, some guy comes who lives on the island, but who is on the mainland, comes and says, like, some horrible thing has happened on the mainland. There's, like, a outbreak of, like, a virus, like, a biological attack, and the whole world is being destroyed. So they're all, like, isolated on this island for, like, months. And weird things happen. Like, he hooks up with, like, uh, like they're with, like, a family. He hooks up with, like, the mom of the family or whatever. And the daughter's, like, married to this weird guy, but the daughter's, like, only 16. So it's really very surreal. But anyway, then the mom ends up dying, and they find out that uh, they don't know who killed her. And Then they find out that there's really nothing uh, bad uh, on the mainland, so they go back to the mainland. So then we go to, like, the third chapter, and it just kind of goes on more like that. But it's it's pretty cool. Is it? Yeah, it's you pretty good. You did not sell that to me whatsoever. I'm sorry. It's like it's like a very Twin Peaks ish or very David Lynch. <laughs> you know David what I mean? Yeah. It's very David Lynch in that like it takes these weird that. turns and it's kind of abstract. You don't really know where it's going. It just has these really kind of it's almost it's not quite horror, but it's not quite happy either. And it's mm. kind of surreal, you know, and just kind of mind screw, but doesn't really even make sense. And it's just all over, kind of just weird. But the art's cool if you like that sort of. Uh, you know, that style of kind of indie comics. Yeah, but I mean, it's kind of that whole fantagraphics. They have a lot of people who do this similar kind of style. Adrian Tomine is not that far off. I mean, I'm sure there's subtle differences or whatever. But uh, anyway, it's it's pretty good. I liked it. I mean, if you like Dan Klaus, like I say, it's yeah. a okay. It's an artsy I've never read any Dan indie Klaus. comic. If, if I'm going to read Dan Klaus, I would start with like, like a Velvet Glove 
cast an iron, and then I'd probably do Ghost World, then maybe go to David Borey and kind of go. I'd probably there. start with Eight Ball. Well, Eight Ball's an anthology, um, and so it has a lot of those stories all collected. Gotcha, in it. gotcha. So, um, I guess you could go track down all the Eight Ball issues and read them all, like as an anthology and all the different stories, mm. if you wanted to. But uh, most of them have collected as like gotcha. a single edition. But anyway, David Boring. It was not boring. Nice. Oblivion Song. Oblivion Song number 11. Yeah. Wow, we're almost a year I tell in. you what, nothing happens. Well, I mean, <laughs> I guess something does. It, but it, I find it interesting, the fact that there's, what is this, you know, 20-some pages, and... Nothing the, happens. Well, the gist of it is, they talk about the crap that's going on in, what would you say, our world or whatever. Yeah. While they talk about the two brothers being over there in the Oblivion world or whatever. Yeah. And they've got some cool little art and crap of that nature that happens. And then finally at the very end, it appears that the... Yeah, it appears that the one brother uh, went back to his, you know, universe and he left the other brother to go stay in the Oblivion world where he wanted to stay all along. So, I don't know. I mean, it was uh, 20-some pages of spinning around things and showing some pretty pictures you know of, of hell and, and then we end up right back where we started uh, yeah it might be better in the trade so it's like it watching well a, it's like watching a football game it's not bad though i mean no, either, it's good. The i mean there's good. art is really good but yeah cool, but there's really i mean it's 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 very yeah just it's like watching a football and game and at the last second they tie it up and then we go into overtime and then it's like zero to zero and you start uh, over. Uh, sure, I don't know. Someone once made the comment to me that they didn't like basketball because you could pretty much watch the last two minutes of a basketball game. It would be the same as watching the whole game. Mm-hmm. I would agree. But you could pretty much say that agree. about any, any sport, sport for the most part. Yeah. I mean, I guess football, sometimes the game is a blowout and there's no way they're coming back. But well, you almost try any to come sport, back. though, can be that way, too. Well, but... you know, no one usually gets too far ahead in basketball. But, I mean, yeah, there's definitely blowouts, football. you know. But I'm I'm not I don't want to slam people that watch football. But oh, you should because football's stupid. Football's like NASCAR. I mean, you watch football to watch people get hit and get hurt. I mean, right? No. I mean, I don't watch football. Uh, other than watching so the last two minutes watch of football, a football game, but I don't really watch this. I actually hate it when people get really hurt. And yeah, football. I don't think people watch to get hurt. I mean, I think those moments are kind of exciting in some ways, but. I'm not I think saying people are like people into... are like, oh my god, I hope this guy dies in yeah, this yeah. game. I know. But there's a sort it's of... a very physical sport and I mean when you see somebody get laid out like a cool sack or a tackle or something, people are like, Woo uh, Like like NASCAR. I mean when the You when see that Duke sports, player, the basketball player whose foot like went through the, the shoe or whatever? Yeah. I heard but Nike stop. I don't know. Dropped. I mean so much more with when it comes to when it comes to football, I mean, more with football is the fact that there's, what, you know, 15, I don't know. 20 I, minutes of dead time, and then you have, like, that one big play. But I, I think that's why more I watch football is not so much the hits, but it's for those the big, big play. cool plays. Right. You know, in which maybe a wide so receiver can, makes this really crazy yes. catch, you know, the Odom Beckham, you know, the one, one where he makes it one hand, you know, right. behind his head, you know, type so things. Could, but as I, I agree that I would go as much... Whoa to that is if I see some guy get laid out too, I probably go whoa, you know, right. type thing. So I mean, well, you know, it's not like football. New World, New World is nothing. nothing like I football. bet it's not. Okay, so so sorry. Very tangent. quick, very quick recap. Oh no, no. What did you think of this one though, in general? I mean, I remember New World, and if anybody else wants to know, they could probably go back a couple episodes right. and figure it out. But. The um, I the arts 
Just looks fantastic. Blowing. Yes. I mean. But I, did you get the story overall? I love. Did you read it? Uh, no, but okay. I mean, okay, okay. Yeah, I flipped through enough of the issues simple. in which it's very quick moving and it's whatever not else. Hard. But uh, yeah, I love Tradmore's art. It just I, looks very I psychedelic. His way he does it, but I don't. But when I think of what I want Tradmore to draw, that's not really what mostly. He's I don't mind this. Like I said, I. It's very psychedelic. It's very. It's, it's very clean. Like yeah, very, and Treadmore stuff is always very clean. It's very, it's, it's cool. Very I love Treadmore's art, but shape. It's very cylindrical, very shaped. Like it's very, um, yeah. What do you call it? Like even, sure. symmetric. Yes. Like, uh, but I mean, so it's basically there's. It's a the the main character is a cop, and her grandfather is like the president of the world or whatever sure. the United States. Um, it's a game show, uh, like cops. like cops. It's like cops to the nth level or whatever. Where I just thought of the viewers. Running Man or whatever. Yeah, it's like Running Man, cops. It's all kind of. Bl- so she doesn't like doing it anymore, and she meets this guy, and he turns out to be like her next whatever. Uh, like she's supposed to go take him down. Yeah. Well, they end up. She doesn't want to do it, so they're on the run. Her. And him and his father. When you say it like that, it sounds cool. Yeah. It is kind of cool. I mean, it's not bad. It's not, um, bad. not a lot happens. I, I mean, know. That's why it's just kind of boring. Yeah. I mean, that's like the first issue. And then the next five or four or five are them on the run. And they send, like, other cops after them to chase them down. And chase and them down. And take her them out. dad or his dad was like has some kind of background with this guy that's a cop now, and they have, like, some kind of a... So you uh, read this recently, they have right? Yeah, they have some kind of a history. And what so, happened in this scene? I wouldn't. I don't think I got it. I, I don't know. Because, like, that's his dad, right? Yeah. And he locked him on the other side of the door? The wall? The wall, There's yeah. The wall, though. The wall is fake. So what had happened here? I don't know. Because he's Did like, run. No, this is into the fourth issue. Oh. So it's like he separated him and told him to run, and then he's going to like have his last standoff. Is that what's going on yeah. there? But yeah. what is this wall? What is this door? And why is it locked? I don't understand. Is Can it you at the it? hotel or something? No, they're at that weird... They're not at the wall wall, are they? I thought they are. They have this thing. Like the wall... There's a wall, but and it's very... Yeah, they're in like a hotel. It's very contemporary. I mean, it's... It's Ailes Coat, or however you say his name. I mean, the dude's very political. But he's, like, outside, but then and he told the kid to go outside and run. How is there a sun in there? I don't understand. Just dying. Does it doesn't look make cool. any sense? No, okay. it was I don't know. visually appealing. I, I, you're hung up on the wrong stuff, dude. I, don't know. I would agree. He basically, he said, stays behind to fight that guy so that they can get away. That's the overall goal. And they're, they're, they're running to the border because they're going to go to whatever's on the other side of the wall, which I would assume is Mexico, but they don't necessarily state that. Yeah, here's and there's the cool a big wall, wall that, that keeps whatever the new world is uh, separate. Wall. Right. They keep it, it keeps it separate from the old world. Gotcha. And when they get there, they realize that the wall's not even really there. It's like a freaking hologram or whatever. Dude, you need. That's what we should yeah. be doing all the time. Build a hologram wall. There you I, go. It was so, this is so off topic. I think it was your mother in law. Someone posted a, 
thing about a the mean? Trump wall. A what mean? if they build stairs what on the other side? That's hilarious. But what if Mexico, there's like this staircase going. It goes up to the top of the wall. If all of a sudden I think back, I'm like, it's like uh, Escape from New York. You're going to have armed guys up there, and they're going to be, you're the king. You're the king of New York. It's fucking mowing them down with machine guns. I was like, I never even thought about that. What if they build a what if they build a staircase? <laughs> what if they do? It made me laugh. It did make me laugh too. All right. Are you done? Are you gonna talk? Uh, I think I'll just Fine. wait. I you think sure? We'll, yeah, because then when you read it, we can discuss it together. Okay. So I'll do. I'll do the Killing Joke. Which Hold is on not the first time I've read the Killing Joke. Right. Killing Joke. We're gonna okay. do the Killing Joke. Absolute. Yeah. So, I so it's up... only like a forty-eight issue yeah, graphic novel, right? Right. Or trade... is it only so forty-eight issues? It's like forty-six. Or is it sixty-four? No, nah, I think it's like forty-six pages. So they story. took it, and so that's how they made it into an absolute edition. Right. So wow. I, okay. So here's, so what did they I do thought, to add to it? Okay. So they have both versions, like the old yes. and the colored. Yes, they have both versions, and there they have something that was before the colored. Well, no, they have it colored and they recolored it. Yes, they recolored it. What the oh, hell did they do the that for? Yes. Do you, you want to keep different. asking questions or do you want me to talk? I just want, I'd rather ahead. ask just, keep asking questions, I honestly. Because okay, so, I tend to think that both Drew and I have read this probably multiple times yeah, over. Yes. So, they ba- at some point, I think they did like an anniversary edition or whatever. I guess... Oh, my God. Who... I can't even think of the guy's Brian name. Baldwin. Brian Baldwin. Thank you. He was never happy with the covering of the original version because hmm. um, it came out in like 1986 or whatever. So okay. I think when they did like they did like an anniversary edition or something, they gave Brian Boland the ability to go back and recolor the entire book. So he did. And it's been published. That version has been published like in a hardcover or an anniversary or something. So he went. So this is basically just a reprint of the recolor how much did this cost? It was cheap. I think it was like fifty, and I got it for like half off. That's the only reason I bought it. Um, because it would be nice. <laughs> this written introduction. Introduction. Man, how cool is this? We just ripped you off. Not really. I mean, we just conned you out I, of twenty-five bucks to I buy like, something you already so had. It has the recolored version. It has the original version. <laughs> it has Alan Moore's original script. It has like a sh- another short story that Brian Boland did, and then it has like sketches and stuff like that. <coughs> um, Bunch of covers. Yeah, and it has like um, artwork and you know just cool stuff. But um, so the main so I bought this because I saw and I, like I said I think it was like a fifty dollar version. I got it for like fifty percent off. So I bought it. I picked. I like absolutes. Yes, you I do. sort of collect them. I mean, I don't buy every absolute, but this was a good story. Um, but the main reason was I, I was listening to that podcast, and they were talking about the um, the cartoon, the movie that they did made. Did you watch that? I did. Have you seen it? No, I don't watch it. I those didn't, movies. but I think it's like a lot of almost essentially the whole story. Well, they did it do is, that extra they added, because they added that and, whole romance between well, Batman that's, and... 
Then right, everybody was up in arms because Batman and Batgirl had sex. Get it on. Get it on. In the on cartoon the version? Yes. yes. Yeah. So the... That's weird. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's very weird. It's not it's really. really. Ryan Azzarello wrote the... Wrote the... Animated version. Animated version. Of course he did. Because he likes to shit on all the good works. Right. Wow. But in the he in does the, in the movie he shit on Watchmen, he shit on Killing Joke, and he shit on Dark Knight. In the movie, um, there's a whole. It, it's not long enough to make a movie. I know it's so not long enough to do an absolute edition. They movie. add it is if you put in two versions and then 150 <laughs> pages of Alan Moore's script for a 46 page story. That's true. Oh my god! I was like, okay, I'm gonna sit Did down. Did you read and, the script? I tried. I'll bet you did. And it took about two pages to do the setup. And then it Bob took, It took like a page, a page of script per panel, and one of them was of a puddle. Wow. Like <laughs> that's... <laughs> so, the art though read, in this is fantastic. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, I'm right involved. Yeah. He doesn't really even do interiors. <clears throat> um, it's probably the last interiors he did. It was it. So, they did... Um, it is such a great story, though. In general. I'm sure it is. I, I think he's done stuff after that, but I'm much. trying to think. He did that yeah. Joker origin, right? Uh, but no, the 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 cartoon movie, like it has so a whole. That, okay, so yes, yes, that is that's the a killing story. joke. You Correct. Know, is right. that much right there? And yeah. then so, oh my god, so. As Both I'm looking at this, versions. this is like, what? I don't even know if that's like an eighth of the whole book there. Nope. Both at. versions of the book, if they're 46 pages of I love how the afterword is like 48 pages into this 250-page book. Are, if you added both versions, the recolored and the original version... It's only be 100 pages. It's still only a third <laughs> of Alan Moore's script for the original book. Really? Um... I like the color of the original. I do too. And it was nice to, as I read it... I like the paper stock that they used yeah. too. As, to get that color in. as I read it, I, w I was going back and forth from panel to panel. Were you? Or page to page just to see the difference wow, in the color. Wow, that's hardcore. Huh. Um, but uh, I, I like collections. I like the oversized um, and... You know, there's... And you got money to burn, dude. I have money to burn. There's afterward, there's new stuff that, you know, I never... Is afterward by Alan Moore or Brian Baldwin? Uh, the the forward... It's by Tim Sales. That, then the afterward is by Brian Boland. Oh, okay. Oh, my there God. There is something in there by Brian Boland. Um, it's the script. But anyway. <laughs> the, yes, it is. How'd they get a hold of that? Because Alan Moore hates I don't know, but the photocopy is terrible. It's hard to read. I wonder if places. they broke into his house and like took like pictures on their phone with it, and then they like ran out. Like the little spy camera, uh -huh. like the little spy phone camera, like a spy robot. Um, take pictures of the script. It was a drone. They just flew a drone into his house. What if Alan Moore cashed the check from the movie? I don't know. I doubt it. Maybe he gave it to Brian Baldwin. He probably did. Take it, dude. I'm not taking this money. Because he's rolling it's blood in all money. That. He's rolling nice. all that Jerusalem Freaky. money. God, I don't though. know if that paid that well. <laughs> so all this wordy shit it's so funny. is in the back of the I know you don't listen to the uh, cave, Cartoonist Kayfabe podcast. I, I have. Well, I'm up to, uh, yeah, I listened but, uh, to the second episode. You're way behind. I but uh, anyway, Ed Pisker said that when he draws, he listens to audiobooks. And he said he started listening to Jerusalem on audiobook. He's like, yeah, 
I don't know if this is something you can just listen to in like little chunks like I've been doing. He's like, it's just not working. There's just way too much going on. He's like, I don't know. There's I, not that much going on. Well, he, I don't remember exactly what he said, but he said it doesn't really work for him as an audiobook to listen to. Like, hmm. or maybe, but I think he's also, he needs something that he doesn't, doesn't have to focus on too much. Yeah, maybe. you have to, you kind of I think have maybe to that's focus. what he was saying is you have to focus and he's like drawing comics as he's right. doing it. And so it, it maybe it doesn't work for him because he can't devote enough attention to the audio while, right. while he's drawing or whatever. Um, but, I mean, like I said, I like Absolutes. It was a fairly cheap Absolute. It's a I just, classic story. I just love how DC is just like, dude, we gotta do Absolutes before we're out of stuff. What if we do the killing joke? And they're like, well, it's only 46 pages. How do we make that an Absolute? I know. We'll recolor it. And we'll print twice. Then we'll put the script in, and then we'll add all this other stuff to it. Fine. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that'll work. How much do you think we can charge for that? I bet we can do 50. All right, sweet. Wow. It does amaze me that they made something so damn long out of something that was a wonderful one-shot. I just think of what a bargain I got back in, you know, 1980-whatever for, like, you know, three ninety nine for the original. But it's not in a big, blown-up No, I agree, it's not. I enjoy the big blown up format of the absolute. The, class, the Killing Joke is a classic story. It so is. which is better, Killing Joke or Dark Knight Returns? Oh fuck, Dark Knight Dark Returns. Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. Don't know. Whatever. Killing but, uh, Joke is pretty good. It's pretty good, it's like you said. It's not a masterpiece like the Dark Knight Returns. It's a masterpiece. Nah. I think it is, but. You know, I'm an Alan Moore guy. So. That is true. Tell you. That is true. No, and no. I definitely don't have any. I mean, hell, I love. No, you freaking, love it too. But, yeah. uh, what the Watchmen? You know. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, my gosh, you know, that is a masterpiece. You yeah, know, definitely. Of, of storytelling. Well, this is definitely one of the top. I mean, it, when you talk about Batman stories, I mean, it's up there. It's up there. You talk yeah. about Dark Knight Returns. You, you talk, talk about, about Killing, Killing Joke. Joke. Batman talk about Year One. Yeah, yep. definitely. I, I mean, those are the three trifecta. Yeah. No, I agree. It's up there, but it's still. Uh, yeah, Dark Knight Returns is it is so far above the rest. And the, I mean, obviously, like this, you know, this set. Uh, I mean, it had repercussions in the actual DC universe. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Barbara, you know, Barbara. was paralyzed and she Oracle. was turned into Oracle. Um, I mean, which she does in the movie. But they don't do it in the book. But okay. there's a little bit at the end where she wheels into her little thing and she wheels. Well, and I'm sure part of the, my influence. She wheels into her room and it's all the computer screens yeah, yeah. and she's doing her stuff. I mean, I'm with you. And but, I'm sure part of the reason why for me the Dark Knight Returns would be better is just because of the fact that I I read The Killing Joke much later in life. Too. Yeah, sure. You know, whereas, well, I mean, I've read this like when it came out or I really too. early, and, and I, I and I did not. I I, I probably read it more, you know, when like, I was probably in my college years. I it's creepy. Especially it is, if it you're is. like, well, I mean, I guess it's hard to compare the Dark Knight compared to the Killing Joke because one is quite a bit longer than the other. Yeah, this is very yeah. true too. And so, but I think so as just a work of sense. art and as a single story, I think the Killing Joke is almost perfect. Like, there's yeah. really nothing bad. I mean, it's like. Every line matters. Every there's yeah. really nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's like a perfect Batman story right. in every way. Yeah, there's. I mean, it cuts especially the, for a short type of story. As correct. Well. I mean, he yeah. packed a lot of. Stuff there is into a that lot of stuff story. in that forty-six yeah. pages. <clears throat> um. So, 
So. I the movie's rated R. Imagine that. Okay, imagine that. But the most disturbing part of this book is is when he's got Gordon in the funny house. In the funny house, and he's showing him all the stuff, you know, yeah. all the photos. Sure. They don't they don't show very many. They don't show very much. Like they show him, but you don't see the photos. Like mm-hmm. if you hadn't read the book, like you wouldn't know like yeah. why it's so disturbing. Yeah. That's like the most disturbing part of it, and so I'm. But that's thinking, more psychologically disturbing, right? But I'm thinking in my mind, I'm like, that's the only like. There's and nothing. kids were buying this. I, I mean, know. I, I was like, like ten. Yeah, but what I'm 12. saying is like, if the movie's rated R and Where it's tame compared to this, like, what is this? Like, what is the what is the comic book? You know what I mean? Well, what what did it, what year did that come out? I don't know. Eighty-seven. Uh, 88? 89? 89. I remember buying it off the rack. I think I bought that shit off the rack. Yeah, I, I did really. too. Um, God, I don't know. Is it... It doesn't have it. 1988. 88. 88. So I was 13. Okay. I bought it off the rack. So Originally published in March of 1988. There you go. So you bought I'm the original? Is I'm pretty sure I bought it off the rack. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah, I, I have it. Too, I don't think I bought it, it as a back issue. No, I think I still have it. I bought it. it off the rack. I think um, I still have it. I don't know where it's at. But what I'm saying is, I mean... What are you saying? That the, I thought the movie was tame compared to this. And if the yeah. movie's rated R, like, what is this? You know, It's like, PG. This the comic book is PG. Absolutely. It appears so. Yep, I think so. You know, I don't think so. Because this was more disturbing than it this. It didn't have a mature label on it. Let me go find it and show you. I have a copy of it. Is it in the first print? Yes. Is it? See, I don't know if mine is or not. I think it is. I don't know. I could be wrong. I think they did like 15 prints. I don't even know where mine's at. Okay. It could be anywhere. Anyway. It could be anywhere. That's the killing joke. All right, cool. Anywhere. Probably like $300. No, I would assume so. But <laughs> All right, so. That. What do you got? Are we done? Nothing else? No, I got nothing I else. I thought we were done. You know, we're I was looking at you your American done. Vampire number three. Yeah. That is exactly where I'm at right now. Oh, hey, number three. Yep. Cool. Yep. So yeah, refinish it up and then we'll. I didn't even yeah. know we were still I recording. I, I thought we were try. finished. I will certainly try. Don is checked out, so I guess we'll see you guys. I in thought you weeks. said we were done. You didn't want to talk about those mutant ones or whatever. Uh, you had the, like bye. the coolest thing. Bye bye.